2: Jonathan Fritzen.
1: And news with the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen.
2: And Mike Reynolds. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Mike, how are you? Doing okay, Trey. How's everything out there in Vegas? Oh, Vegas is good. Vegas is good. Um, Thank you for everyone tuning in. In the chat room, we have uh, Smooth Jazz family, Lori, a couple of guests. Thank you for tuning in. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to Talkingsmoothjazz.com and click on Paul Taylor's TikTok picture that will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. I also want to welcome a special fan co-host this evening, Ms. Lori Maxwell. Lori, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Terry. I'm excited to be here.
2: Well, we're happy to have you, definitely. All right. Um, our guest this evening, is saxophonist Paul Taylor. He is back with a brand-new CD called Tenacity, and he is approaching the 20th anniversary of his recording um, of his debut CD coming up next year. And so um, he has released, as I said, his 10th album called Tenacity. It's featuring keyboardists Jonathan Fritzen and Jeff Lober. Paul Taylor, welcome back to Talking Smooth Jazz.
3: Thank you so much, Jazz Queen. Thanks, guys, for having me. Great to be here.
2: Well, we're happy to have you back, for sure, definitely. So now, um, your biggest, one of your biggest fans, Adrian Burse, um, wanted to be on the call tonight, but he has a gig. But he did send me some questions for you, so I'm going to start with a, one of his questions. And, of course, I'm sure it's a question that you have been asked a million times already. But he, his first question is, how did you come up with the name Tenacity.
3: Well, um, I came up with the, the name Tenacity for my um, – it had to be my 10th CD. So I was looking for – basically I was th- thinking of calling it 10. And then when I thought about it, I thought, you know, I think I've, it kind of was um, – I think it's been used before. So um, I got talked out of that one. So I wanted something with, like, 10 in it. So my manager, like, thought of, like, hey, what about Tenacity? And, if, and even that one didn't really ring really, really didn't really kind of – ring a bell with me but then later on it grew on me it's like man that's kind of cool it has like a dual meaning you know it has a 10th tenth tenth CD and uh, also like you know 10 CDs in like like 19 years so that's pretty cool on the tenacity part so it just encapsulated that in one word so um, that's how basically um, just talking to my manager uh, about it that's how it really got, got the name for the album
2: okay alright Lori you're, you're up next
0: alright uh well, I have so many questions, but I'll just start with one. <laughs> um, so a of people say, and I totally agree, that you have a really unique and individual sound.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like when, you're, when your songs come on, we automatically know it's you. Um, I've heard other people describe that as kind of their voice, you know. And I just wondered, for you, did that voice happen right off the bat or was it something
3: you kind of developed over time oh you know laurie definitely happened developed over the time you know um you know i you know but you know a long time ago you know i i you know at whatever level you're at you know it's probably like an intermediate level and then but you know i had the inkling in me that you know i can really be good at this and i wanted to so i just kept on working at it and working at it and you know and then my tone got kind of good and then you know i just had i I was just like thinking of the jazz. I had that in my blood, so I knew I could I could be better. So I just kept working on that, and pretty soon, when my tone got better, you know, I worked on that and my little you know worked on my melodies, and so that became a kind of my calling card. So it just comes after a lot of work that I can, you know, and and then also when you're smart enough to to realize what you have, you know, to use that in your music, so people can say, oh, that's Paul Taylor playing, playing or that's whoever the, whoever it is.
5: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. All right that's thanks. right
3: so- okay
5: now, um
2: uh, Adrian also wanted me um, to tell you or to say that um, the album is killer and it has that signature p t sound on every track from start to finish. This album could have easily been called on the horn too, but tenacity is a perfect fit for the celebration of your tenth c d congratulations. Alright, that's from Adrian Burst. Um, his second question is, I would I personally would love to hear you and Brian Culberson collaborate, but if you could collaborate with any artist, um, who would it be?
3: Wow. You know, well I want to thank Adrian on the first question that you know, especially Brit that's a very um really cool compliment, you know, like on the horn too it could be called that. <laughs> um, and um, you know, definitely used um I was really really fortunate to use Jonathan Fritson. Um on, on supernova on the cd it's really cool meeting him we did a cruise uh, maybe it's like six months ago um it was really cool meeting him on that and basically um you know i'm open to i'm pretty much open you know open to working with anybody but um you know in working with jonathan he um he got on he got on with my manager he's on my management t- on a manager's team so it's kind of cool to you know keep in line with that but um Geez, I really haven't. You know, I just kind of go year by year and just kind of like vibe it. W- whatever w- direction I'm working on, you know, the songs and as to who I'd like to have on it. But um, you know, I really love all the. You know, I like the, all the. I love, of course, I come. You know, since I've been out like almost 20 years, I like the people that uh, that were around when I came in, kind of the old school vibe, the old school crowd. <laughs> but um, I'm definitely feeling the the younger, the younger, um, the newcomers like Jonathan Fritzen, So. Uh, it's hard, you know, I don't want to just pinpoint someone right now, you know, but I like all, I like all the artists, and just, it, just, it just hits me when, I, when, I, when I'm working on a song when someone comes into mind.
2: I was really happy to see um, Jonathan Fritzen um, on the credits, because we love him. We just absolutely love him. Um, and the Supernova song is really nice with you, too, so uh, I was really happy to see that. All right, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Mike, did you have a question? Uh,
6: yeah, I wanted to ask. You know, well, you know, Paul, you work with different producers over the years, and a lot of times on most of your CDs, you've had multiple producers. But on this one, you just use one exclusively. Um, was that the plan going in, or or how did you decide on just using, Dino you know, just exclusively for this one?
3: You know, uh, Mike, that was, that was, in this time out, you know, I don't know why I didn't try that. You know earlier on, but, you know, I think I might, you know, go with that for a couple more, but um, this was the plan um, going in to to use, just using using Dino and one producer on this record, and, um, you know, it turned out pretty good, so, you know, I like doing it this way, I like doing it other ways with other producers, but um, maybe I'll just keep going with one one producer for a little bit.
2: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All right, Lori, welcome to the show. I'm sorry, Lori Gardner. Hi, hi, Paul. Hi,
7: it's Lori Gardner. How are you?
3: How Gro, how you doing? Very good.
7: Um, good. I just wanted to say the CD is fabulous. I listen, I've listened to it quite a few times since I've gotten it, and I agree with what the other, um, what your other fans said. It really has a nice PT style, especially Empire. I thought that was really a real signature Paul Taylor sound. I really loved that song. That was really nice. And uh, saying what Mike said, um, I said everything on the CD sounds so. Crisp, so clear. It's like you're playing to us live. So I said, you really don't skip skimp on any production, do you? Because it's really, really lovely. Sounds great. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. That's a great compliment, and um, I love hearing that. And you know, like stuff you're saying is kind of what I envision. I want you guys to hear it, like the way I'm hearing it and feeling it. So I'm glad to hear the feedback that you know that you're liking it. It's coming in real nice and clear and crisp. So that's really cool
7: it's really beautiful and my favorites are spur of the moment and peace of mind those upbeats i love them
8: all right <laughs> Just awesome, to throw awesome. that in okay <laughs> <laughs> all right that's
7: all i want to say thanks a lot thank, thank you, you okay bye
8: right. bye
7: bye
2: smooth jazz family from the chat room has a question what was the first song that you wrote on the new cd and which song means the most to you
3: hey shout out to smooth jazz family thank you so much um Man, I have to think for a second. The first one writing it and la- um I would say probably it might have been either supernova or it could have been lux. Um one of those between one of those two. And the second part was my favorite one on on was it the favorite on tenacity.
2: Um yeah. which song means the most to you?
3: Oh, okay. What song means the most? Oh, that's a hard one to say too. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> Wow, uh, I would say that you know that um oh man, each one is just has its own create you know the you know the, the story the create you know you know how you created it. You can, some of them come real fast, some some of them take a little bit of time to get you know get already you know get written and recorded, but um wow, just I would say just maybe the you know maybe the early maybe the earlier ones like the title track, you know, um Tenacity or Supernova because those in, and um, the other one, because, you know, I did start those, like, earlier in the process, so just following those out, tr- you know, following them out, you know, you get, you know, you get the idea. You know, you've got to keep the idea, keep your main idea that you had throughout it so you don't get um, diluted and keep, keep the thing you wanted to turn in, tur- how it turns out. So I would probably say those two or three. Okay.
2: Now, are there any songs on Tenacity that you wrote for primetime that didn't make it on primetime?
3: You know that's a good, that's an excellent question, Jazz Queen, and in fact I can I can say yes there was because um actually on um, spur of the moment the hook um with the saxes coming in like that um I had um that was recorded um a few years back and um I was going to use it on primetime but it didn't make you know the song it was used in before uh, didn't, make, didn't make the cut, <laughs> final cut. Mm-hmm. So you can always, you know, definitely go back and use different excerpts and you kind of reinvent it. We kind of took that, that little motif and, and put it in what has become now um, spur of the moment and kind of just reinvent it. Okay. All
2: right. Um, Ollie J. from the chat room, if I looked on your iPod or your CD player in your car, would I find any Paul Taylor? How often do you listen to yourself? Well, that's a good question.
3: Oh, absolutely! You know, in fact, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I have a um, like a five you know five disc mas- magazine in in the back, and um, there's a couple. I think I have "Stepping Out." There might be one or two, and or like "Greatest Hits" is in there, and I think maybe like an earlier one, like "Stepping Out." But um, the only thing, and then I have just a one a one CD player right in the front, and the dashboard. And I have, um, it was, actually it was a couple months old when we were working, when we were still writing, um, you know, Tenacity and some of the earlier mixes. And then the CD, the doggone CD would not would not come out. So there's definitely uh. CDs, my own CDs in the car. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: wow.
2: Well, that was a great question. Thank you, Ollie, for that. Um like that. Okay. Um, Lori, you have another question? Uh-huh. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, actually, I have one that kind of goes along with that question. Um, I always find it interesting to find out what music people listen to. So besides the CDs of yours that you listen to, what what other kind of music do you like to listen to? Like what are you listening to right now that kind of catches your ear?
3: Well, you know, I, I like to go just um, – um, I've been listening to a little bit of the um, – <coughs> Of the X- Series XM radio, and I like, um, and also we have on the cable, on the cable, um, the cable channel here in, v- in Las Vegas. They have a uh, um, digital music, and I'm always listening to, this, you know, of course the Smooth Jazz channel, and I also listen to like, I think it's called um, Alternative, and it's kind of hard when you're talking about the different titles, but it's all relative. But I like that. I like the pop. I like, you Mm -hmm. know, listen to whatever the top 40 is. I like the, you know, as I said, the alternative. And I like the kind of just kind of um, the kind of brooding, moody kind of electronica Mm -hmm. stuff as well. So between all Mm -hmm. that and, of course, in like the oldies, like the the jamming oldies and stuff like that, that's kind of what I listen to.
2: Okay. All right. right. Cool. All right. I have a phone call. Area code 347. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hello,
7: hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. What's your name? This is Kat from New York, also known as Catherine Gilrain. Oh, hey,
2: Kat.
3: How are you?
7: I'm good. I'm sorry. I couldn't get into chat. Else I would be hanging out there. And, Paul, how are you doing?
3: Oh, wonderful. Thank you for calling in. I wouldn't miss it for the world.
7: Okay, so now I've seen you on a cruise. Now I've seen you at several festivals. I've seen you in a theater. I've seen you in a club. Now, from your perspective, from the performer's perspective, which do you prefer and why?
3: Oh wow, that's a good question as well. I would say, <clears throat> um, you know, I don't really prefer I don't really prefer any other one, you know, over any other one. I just like mm-hmm. to perform. Period, you know. So wherever, you know, you know, people ask me, what's your, "What's your favorite place to play at?" as well, and I don't really have a favorite place. It's always the next the next gig is going to be my favorite place because so, and so I don't really and so it doesn't matter if it's on a club or on a cruise ship or you know in a like you know in a in a <clears throat> in a jazz club or whatever it's As long as I'm performing So that's, that's what it means to me mm-hmm.
7: Well there you go And I'm also <laughs> wondering You mentioned you listen to some electronica Have you ever heard of Groove Armada
3: I believe I have heard of them I have, um, you know, I'll, have to check them out. I'll have to revisit them on iTunes Or whatever Check out some of their stuff again Okay. The, th-
7: the thing is, I was listening to Tenacity. I was I, I was going through it uh, and getting through it. And and the thing is, I for whatever reason started going through my Groove Armada collection. And I'm thinking, maybe possibly there's a little bit of influence there. But you tell me what uh, what has gone into the tone of this uh, of this particular CD. It's a, it's a, it's more classic. You. It's it's not like Primetime. Primetime was punchy. It was bolder. It was a lot more. It was a lot more intricate, uh-huh. I love this one though. I love this one, but what what made you go uh, go with the classic?
3: Wow, you know I think um that's a good question too um I think i used i think I have um some kind of new crossover kind of jazz on there as well, but then as well, like you said, I have some kind of old school kind of old school class you know kind of old school kind of jazz reinvented. And then mm-hmm. I have some stuff that's really lush and stuff like that so but in particular, on some of the tracks um dino Dino esposito, he's the producer,
4: mm-hmm. we were
3: going at in some in some instances we were going after a certain couple, a certain kind of thing, like on the cover song um wicked games it's mm-hmm. song was a big urban hit a couple of years ago called by the weekend, and so on that one we wanted to redo that song, keeping like the original in mind, but we wanted to um make it a little more um um like a little more postmodern on it and a little more electronic on it. So and also like and also the song um More to Come, we were we were kinda channeling a little bit of the um the DJ you know, this is kind of the, the age of the DJ's and the remixes like um Zed. Definitely um, So we we so we kinda channeled a little bit of, of another guy I'm drawing a blank on his name though, but um but we kind of used a little bit of his influence on more to come. So I would say the guy I can't remember now and Zed, we definitely came, came into play um, on a few of the songs, kind of making it that, some other influences.
7: I will say this. It sounds absolutely spectacular. It's, a, mm-hmm. it, it's just like when I heard Steppin' Out the first time, I just kind of laid back, listened into it, and shut the rest of the world away. Might have say All this right. spectacular? Thank you and so it's much. funny
2: because I told Lori today that uh, tenacity is quintessential Paul Taylor, from start oh, to finish. Oh, very much so. Yeah.
7: It's, it's yeah. pure classic. Yeah. It, it It is pure yeah. classic through and through. This is this is the Paul Taylor I know.
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Well,
7: thank you, uh, Kat. <laughs> hey, great chatting with you guys.
2: You too. Thank you so much. Eric Nighty night. three Good night. Area code 310, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz.
8: Yes, well, thank you.
2: Hi, what's your name?
8: I'm Chip Sharon. I had to call to talk to my buddy, Paul T.
2: Hey, Chip, what's going on? Oh, hey, Chip, <laughs> welcome, man. How, how are you all? Good, good.
8: Great, Great. I just said, you know, when I saw Paul there, I said, well, that's my buddy. I got to call and check on him. I have to tell you, Paul, great record, again, as usual. I don't know if it's classic, Paul, but let me just tell you, everything you record is classic and gorgeous anyway, buddy. So all you got to do is put the horn in your mouth. Nobody cares what you do. It's all going to be beautiful. (laughs) 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 Thank you so much, Chip. Appreciate it. You're welcome, man. I hope you guys are staying busy for sure and uh, definitely love the show. I'm glad you're still doing this and having such a great format for great artists like Paul to come in and talk about the secrets of how they come up with this great stuff so
4: oh, Paul's got plenty Chip.
8: of secrets so make sure you keep pulling it from him all right, just pull teeth, Paul, give it up, don't be holding out <laughs> tell <laughs> us what you do, buddy alright, all right. love it,
9: thank you so much yeah.
8: Chip. well man, I just thank had to call to pick on you and pick on both of you, so God bless you both Paul, hang in there, man, stay in touch with me and uh, good luck, continued success at what you're doing
3: thank you so much, Chip, all the best, my brother
8: there you go, man, talk to both of you later
3: thank bye you, bye. Chip alright, bye-bye Bye-bye. All right,
2: let's get into some music. Paul, I'm going to start with Lux. Tell me about this one.
3: Lux is a ver- uh, one of the few ballads that, that, on the record, and um, again, that was one of the first one, of the first one or two um, songs that I worked on, um, one of the first ones working on for this record, and it, it's really a, a really lush and gorgeous song, and it just gives you me, gives me a feeling of, being in luxury, and um, you know, everyone has their own sense of luxury. But so, whatever way you can find it, this is called lux. Lux is called, and it gives a sense of uh, luxuriousness.
2: All right, this is lux. That was beautiful. That was lux. Yeah. yeah, lux from Paul Taylor's brand new CD, Tenacity. Really nice, Paul. I like that.
3: Thank mm. you so much.
2: Yeah, yeah. Definitely.
3: Okay, uh, Mike. I
2: know you. Now, have, I know you have a wait, Mike. I know you have a question, but I have a phone call. Um, area okay. code three three one. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz.
5: Well, hi. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you? Great. What's your
5: name? Mandy.
2: Welcome, Mandy. Welcome.
5: Hi, Paul.
3: Hey, how you doing?
5: It's you know, Mandy. You're you're only Mandy Sam.
3: That's right. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you doing?
3: Oh, wonderful tonight. Do you have a well, question, for I, Paul?
5: I do. I always have too many questions. He knows that. <laughs> but um, well, I go back since '95 uh, with Paul. 1995 I met Paul and that's right. my question yep. Yeah, my question is Paul when you um get an idea and you're say just in privacy of your own home or whatever um do you record it really quick and if you do what do you use do you use something like your personal cell phone or how do you record an idea
3: that's a great question and um I actually I absolutely do do that and um the device I use has changed over the years um, you know years back i'd used a you know cassette recorder like a little a recordable uh, a portable cassette recorder with a speaker so I could hear it
4: mm-hmm.
3: then that that evolved into like one of those mini cassette players and then um, then those kind of bigger little digital recorders came out and I used that for a second and then um now lately i've been using um my iPad, it has a great some great apps on it. You can record right off that or you know, right into GarageBand. So I would easily use the iPad or my phone as well. And usually it comes the phone is like right there, so you just kind of whip that out and you know, start recording an idea. And so that's how I do it. And so I definitely recommend doing that however way you want to, you know, anyone has to get it down, but just record it so you have it for later.
5: <laughs> yeah, because I always uh, I have a mini disc recorder, which they actually discontinued oh, several years ago, and I have no way of playing it back on speakers. I have to listen through it on earplugs. So it's kind yeah. of inconvenient.
3: Just, you know, that's cool, too, you know, but just something that you can just get it, like, you know, it's something, you know melodies can come and go really quickly, so just as long as you can just capture it quick, you know, you know, hook it up and just get it quick, that's the main thing, you know, so whatever you can do to do that, that's the best way.
5: Mm -hmm. Okay, and do I have time for another real quick question? Um, Unfortunately not. um, uh,
2: I have questions in the chat room going right now, and I need to um, finish up some more questions. But I do appreciate your call.
5: Oh, thank you so much for this opportunity. And, Paula, thank you so much for answering my questions, and it was great to see you three weeks ago.
3: My pleasure. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Mandy.
2: Thank
5: you. Have a good night. Bye-bye.
3: Bye-bye.
2: All right. Okay, Mike, go ahead. Well, I was going to try – well, my original question was something different, but since Mandy
6: brought up uh, something and you you went and took it back to the cassette with the speakers, I wanted to know how have you evolved with the way that technology has changed because I know that you're on Twitter and on Instagram. How have you evolved in kind of accepting these new uh, technology things to promote your record with and things like that? How have you kind of adjusted to that over years?
3: you know, that's, that's, that's it in itself, Mike, you know, that's, thanks for realizing that, um, th- you know, again, that's like, um, getting to this point in itself is like, has been the transitioning and this is like how, this is how folks are doing it now. So you have to step up and just jump on that treadmill and keep you know, you hit the ground run, running with it and just kind of, and it's, so it's been fun doing that. So, and so, um, that's the way people are communicating a lot nowadays. So, um, so you know, it pays to do that, and they like people like you to do that too, as, as far as you know, getting. I guess those likes are really important, and in the following, the followers are really important, Eddie. So, and I, I just kind of have fun with it, putting up stuff I like, you know, different you know different pictures on Instagram just I like, and just you know, um, and just having fun with it, and so and just treating it as that, you know, not like a burden or anything like that, but just you know, using it as that, and. You know, using whatever the, te- whatever the technology is, whatever it's going to be next, just try to use it for the best part and take it as it is. Okay.
2: All right, and, Lori. And
3: oh, go
6: ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was just going to ask one more. My original question was that this CD, uh, you used no vocals on this CD. Um, uh, was that the plan as well, or did you kind of had a song or a vocal that you wanted to use but didn't use, or
3: how did that work out with not using vocals on this CD? That's a good question, Mike. Um, you know, going going into it, um... I never really didn't did not really rule out not doing a vo- you know vocal song on this record. But as we run along, and I was like, you know what, we had some vocals on the last one, Prime Time, and some ones before that. I think let's just go with like just more PT on the on the sax this time. And but in the meantime, I kind of what's a little different from and Tenacity is like the vocals I did do. Little vocalise. Um, I did that on a several tunes, at least three songs. So I kind of added my own instead of having a vocal song or songs. You know, I added my own vocalise on my on my songs, which is kind of cool. It makes it, and in doing that, I just it makes me feel like more. The songs are more. I put more more myself into the song. So that's mm-hmm. what I like it about um, you know um, this tenacity CD.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay We're talking to saxophonist Paul Taylor He has a brand new CD called Tenacity um, You can check that out on his website PaulTaylorSax.com um, Laurie, I have a question for you Do you remember the first time you saw Paul in concert?
0: Yes, I do <laughs> uh, It was Gosh, about 16 years ago
3: And <laughs> he
0: Yeah actually came to Salt Lake City, believe it or not, uh to a place called the library.
3: The library, yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I we used to have a smooth jazz radio station here and and I had heard about it there and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to that." And uh yeah, we went there and that was the first time I saw him and I believe it was the Pleasure Seeker album that you were promoting at the time. And I bought it there, and it was it was awesome. I was actually about six or seven months pregnant with my first child, so <laughs> I can easily remember when it was.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's All wonderful. Right now.
0: All right, Lori. Did you have another question? Um, well, yeah. When are you going to come back to Salt Lake? That's what I want to know.
3: <laughs> well, I've been wondering that. I've been wondering that myself, and so I'm. You know. Um I'm doing everything I can, you know, all the, I get a lot of um offers and stuff and, and you know, I either some, you know, sometimes they don't pan out, but you know, hope have it's been a couple years since I've been back to Salt Lake, but I would be definitely trying all I can to get back there.
0: All right. Well, you know, you know I'm pulling for it. I'm pulling for it.
3: <laughs> oh, thank you so much. For this. So hey. <laughs>
2: Okay. I have a question from the chat room. Smoojass family, you and Dino have such great chemistry together. Is there any chance of you doing 24 seven with Dino has a special guest at one of your shows? Please. (laughs) That'd be hot.
3: That'd be hot. (laughs) That would, oh, that would be, that was a great question. You know, when I, when I see, um, you know, when I see my friend, he he always asked me that and I really appreciate that. He's a great friend. And, um, they have a great, you know, great group as well, Smooth Jazz Family. You know, um I definitely, I think about that all the time, you know, during the years, like, what if I had, you know, did a song, one of Dino's songs and had him on stage and like, you know, I never count, I'm never counting that out, so we'll, who knows, who knows, we'll have to, just, you know, wait and see. But um of course, you know, if he'll come up there, if he'll come up there, who knows too, but I never rule that out. It's very, very nice to, to mention that. <laughs>
4: That is cool.
3: That is cool.
6: And you know what? Have Have you ever thought about using Dino on one of your tracks in the
3: future? Well, you know, actually, you know, even like last on on the last city prime time, I was I was giving them a couple hints here and there, like Dino, you know, you're welcome to, you know, if you hear something, you can, you know, you hear a vocal in there, man, you're welcome to throw one down, you know, you know. So, but he never did. So. But and so and so in working on tenacity, I you know I was doing the same thing. I was giving some hints down the line, you know, and so I think, um, so you know, you know, of course, like obviously, I did some vocalists on like three of my songs, and so I think when we got to Wicked Games, um, there's one part in there. It sounds like it might sound like maybe computer computer generated vocals, but actually that's Dino on vocals singing mm-hmm. along with me on that, and so and so when I. Um, I guess when he did it, like when we got together the next day, like he goes, "Oh yeah, Paul, check out these vocals, check out these vocals I did on on Wicked Games," and he played it like so. He just like also he just he just did it like sprung it on me. So that was so cool. All <laughs> right. Well,
2: since you mentioned Wicked Games, I'm gonna play that one next. All right. That was "Wicked Games" from Paul Taylor's new CD, Tenacity. Ugh. And um, Lori posted in the chat room; she wants to know what Dino is saying.
3: All right, Paul. Uh, she wanted I'm sorry. What was that again?
2: Lori wants to know what D, what the lyrics are. What, what, what is Dino saying in the oh, song?
3: Oh, the oh the oh the lyrics. I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. He's. Um, you know what? I'm not really. I don't really have a really a good grasp on those lyrics myself, but you could definitely just Google the song. Um, Wicked games. It's, it's
6: actually a rap song. Yeah, it's it's like a rap song by a group by uh, Drake and everything. Wicked games. Uh, but um, I I can't sing, so I won't go into
3: it. But <laughs> I
6: definitely know the yeah. lyrics to that and everything. <laughs> exactly because okay. I think in some of the
3: lyrics are some in some of the lyrics are some kind of racy. There's a couple of racy yeah. racy words in there too. So but it's kind of it's like you know a more it was a more urban hit and we kind of redid it, but the part that he's saying, it's clean, but I don't, I'm just not really aware of the exact words he's saying okay. at All the right. top of my head right now.
2: Okay. All right. I have a phone call. Area code 323. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz, and thank you for waiting.
9: Thank you. It's Tamara Collins. Hi, everybody. What's up, Tam? <laughs> Hi. I can't get hey, on the How you In doing? you doing? I'm good, but I couldn't pass up calling in and telling you how excited I am about tenacity and and proud of your new relief and just um, happy for you and wish you well and all that great stuff.
3: Well, thank you so much, Tamara. I appreciate that
9: yeah, you're very welcome and thank you, Terry. Oh
3: thank you for calling in Mike you
9: any right. questions you got
3: another question or more you got another oh. thing? Of-
9: what could I ask, Paul? I know everything. <laughs> I'm the one who brought all of the CDs to Colorado, and you signed every single one of them at the same time.
3: Oh, nice. That? That's, I love that.
9: <laughs> yeah, no um, no questions. I'm just um, was glad to be able to call in and just say I'm, I'm, I'm liking the CD, loving the CD, and um, huge fan, and love all your music.
3: Thank you so much. Keep, uh, keep grooving to it. All right okay,
2: thank you. thank you, tamara. All right, I have two more questions from Adrian um one, do you have a perfect pitch
3: well, you know um the last couple of years jazz queen i was i've been doubting it, but um up until then i i was pretty much you know i I was pretty sure I had perfect pitch and then now, the last couple of years i'd been i've been off a few sometimes i'm off a little bit like a half step so I'm kinda of wondering so Take it, take it with, take it as, a, take it with that. You know, um, I thought I did, but now I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. And,
2: um, his last question is: Growing up, I loved superheroes. It's so awesome to see them all coming to the big screen. The latest Batman and Superman films were great. What do you think of the upcoming Superman versus Batman project?
3: Oh, I'd, you know, I'm, I'm definitely want to see that in the theater. And, um, can't wait to see how it's gonna turn out and how they you know portray it in the story, and I think it should be cool you know i um even though I'm a more a marvel person myself and batman and and um man of steel they're more d c but even regardless of that it's gonna i think that's gonna be killer for anybody who's like you know like superheroes or comics and all that stuff yeah oh, okay. definitely. definitely
6: you know I was gonna ask that question toward the end of the show after we got through the music stuff but but since, since we got on that now and i know paul is a big comic book junkie like i am and everything and i was going to ask you uh, are you gearing up for this uh... the next friday uh, captain america's coming out
3: <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah um, winter soldier exactly i want to definitely yeah. want to check that out um... for sure because you know i saw the first one and um... you know actually i saw it with my friends from Smooth um... um uh, from Smooja's family eric and um... carrie it was really cool in california so um i definitely want to see the next one the only thing you know i love i like captain america but like sometimes like when the first one a lot of his origin is based like in the world early world war 1 or that kind of stuff and that's not really my you know sometimes that's not my cup of tea but it's all right to see how he did it but you know, hopefully this one won't have as much of that stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, um,
6: See, that's a whole other conversation me and Paul can have later on. Yeah, you know, with the, exactly. With the whole comic book stuff, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: <laughs> okay, Ollie wants to know, have you ever wrote a song and years went by before you used it?
3: Absolutely. You know, in fact, it's. I think it's really cool to, to, um, to do, you know, from time to time revisit like you know some past ideas you know if you've got the inspiration for it and see how you can you know if you can like invert it and reinvent it somehow in something you're doing currently and um so i do that i do do that sometimes and you know i still have i still have boxes of cassette tapes that you know you know one day i'm going to start going through like systematic systematically going through them and just in like Converting them to digital and just in seeing what gems there are there that are still diamonds in the rough that could be used in a you know in a future song. Okay,
2: now earlier I mentioned that you are approaching the 20th anniversary of your debut recording. You have anything planned for that?
3: You know nothing in, nothing in in particular. Just um, just take each day as it comes and really happy and thankful to to be doing this and you know um, living my dreams, playing and recording and you know having everyone listen to it and you know that's that means everything to me so i just you know just keep on going it's it's a marathon and just you know grateful for each year that goes by okay
2: now um i understand that you have a scavenger hunt going on
3: oh yes it's just, in fact it just started today and this is um you know since since has only been out like one week today so <clears throat> i'm on a great la- i'm on a great label um Peak Records and E1 Entertainment, and so we're doing a big promotion for Tenacity, and um, hopefully, it's, you know, email blasts going all over to everybody, you know, um, telling him about it, telling everybody about it, and um, basically, it's a scavenger hunt where every where there's, there are clues being given out and sent on, sent on every day, and um, use kind of the media to kind of find, you know, you got to use your tenacity to, and through the media, you might look on whatever. Um, social things, my sites or whatever, and try to find or interviews or you know whatever. Try to find out, um, and also in conjunction with um, smoothjazz.com and try to find the answers. And, and there's some really good prizes for the winners, and you know the um, grand prize. The grand prizes. I'll come play at your house, you know, little concert. So that's pretty cool. Oh,
2: okay. And now, how long will the um, contest last?
3: I believe it is lasting. Uh, for about a month or so, so this you know this month,
4: it's okay. big it's
3: a big month for tenacity how you know how ten- do you have tenacity, how tenacious are you guys out there
2: <laughs> okay, all right, cool <laughs> all right, Kat has another question for you, Star Trek or Star Wars
3: <laughs> Wow um you know when when I was a kid growing up and teenager and Star trek came out, i mean star Wars came out um i was really you know I was really into those movies, but then like in between time. You know, I, you know, um, high school and then college went by, and then I kind of got out of touch with those with, with the Star Wars vibe, and then I started collecting comic books, and then so, and then I started more connecting with Star Trek. So, and now I have some Star Trek action figures. So I would say I'm going to say Star Trek over Star Wars. Oh, wow. all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a Star <laughs> Trek <laughs> fan that's, too. Again, uh, the next...
6: that's another conversation we want to have. All fly. <laughs>
3: I can have that
6: same. <laughs> conversation I can't believe you had. said Star Trek, but we that's, that's just wow. I
4: because
6: can like have the, that same. Conversation. And you know what?
3: Because the you know, I, I, you know, of course, you have got the traditional Star Trek with William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy, of course, you know Spock. But now they've done two. They've already done two new ones. They're great. The, right. they, the, re, the remakes are, great. are they're really 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 incredible. I so I I really caught onto those and I I can resonate with those. Yeah, uh,
2: Star time. Trek: The Next Generation was my favorite. I love that show. Loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, definitely. Okay, Amanda just popped into the chat room. Hi Amanda, and she says, I wanted to tell Paul how much I'm loving Tenacity. Lux, yes, this CD takes me back to pleasure seeker days more so than the others. Thank you for that Amanda.
3: Wow, that's wonderful. Thank you so much.
2: (laughs) And I want to quickly read a review from the smoothjazzride.com. It's a partial review. Ronald says, Tenacity is a title that's actually quite apropos for not only the album, but the artist himself who has certainly shown that quality over the years. In the face of reports that the genre is in a tailspin and about to be buried in the depths of musical memory, Taylor has time and again done his part to resurrect the music and offer a solid rebuttal to the naysayers. Hear, hear. Here, here, for that, all right,
3: all right now, um,
2: gentlemen of the night and Sax in the city, are you touring with any of these bands this summer?
3: Absolutely, jazz queen um, we're still um another year with uh, Marion Meadows and myself we're pack- we're doing that package this year, and um're just doing the two horn just the two of us this season, and um we've already gotten started um a couple weeks ago in Phoenix, so. We're off and running, and it's going to be really good. Good touring this year, and I'm um, looking forward to more. And as well as oh, doing some, um, you know, my some solo solo shows.
2: Oh, good, good. Okay, well, I look forward to that. Have you heard anything from Aliante?
3: <laughs> oh, I hope you know. I hope. I hope to get it. Definitely love playing in Las Vegas. You know where I live, so I definitely want to. You know, some some years I go without playing here. So, you know, and I know. we got two. I, Got to play here twice last year, so I hope at least, you know, we've got to follow suit this year, hopefully.
2: So I sent Aliante a tweet and asked them to please book Paul um, because they, last summer they started a summer jazz series um, by The Pool, and so I sent them a tweet and asked them if they would please book Paul for the summer jazz series or at any time because he has a new CD coming out. So I'm still keeping my fingers crossed for that one. I would love to see you back here.
3: Thank you, Jazz Queen. That's really uh, so cool.
2: You to do that. Yeah, I love to see you back here. Okay. Um Laura, you have any more questions?
0: Yeah. Uh I have one. It's non-music related, but I was just wondering if you could describe your what would be your perfect day? If you if someone said you could have your perfect day, what would it be?
3: Wow, that would be like um you know a lot of days are a lot of days aren't you know come maybe not totally perfect but a lot of days come close to that but you know um get to sleep in get up you have just get up whenever you want have breakfast you know to do do a couple you know maybe do a couple of uh, do a couple errands in town just to get you know get outside and in the weather you know look for, um maybe like go find a cool action figure that I was looking for you know, get lucky because a lot of mm-hmm. times to get there, they're already picked over, you know, finding a cool action figure, coming home, you know, um, getting ide- an idea for the song in the studio, writing, a, a, getting a cool idea for a song, and then just kind of like working on that for a while and then just chilling out, watching a good movie or, so, a, you know, a cool show at night, and um, cool. practice my horn a little bit and that'd be it. <laughs> Right on. <laughs> right.
0: Sounds
2: good to me. <laughs> okay, Paul, where are you playing next?
3: My next performance, Jazz Queen, is going to be April 11th, and that's going to be in, Mo- in Bessemer, Alabama, I believe. It's um, basically uh, Montgomery, Alabama, or Mobile, Alabama, but I'm not sure the exact city, but it's, um, yeah, in Alabama.
2: All right, we got to get you uh, at um too. Yeah, that's definitely... Got,
3: yeah, someday we've got to someday you we got there. play there. Yeah. You know, the times I have played there have just been like kind of, um, you know, for smooth jazz. I mean, the smooth jazz news and just different, um, just kind of jam, jamming and just um, people honoring, you know, honoring stuff. So hopefully, uh-huh. do, you know, get a, a festival there. But sometimes, usually when you play there, they, you know, these a lot of California, like the big festivals, like if you... Like you can't play. Like if you play a big, big festival, they don't want you playing in. Um, you know you don't can't. Sometimes you have these territorial rules. You can't play uh-huh. there, 30 days before or after. So sometimes playing spaghetti, you know, as much as so I want to play there, it's it's kind of like the mecca of jazz of so, so, Southern California jazz now. But sometimes you play there, it, it kind of takes you out of the, some of the festivals because oh, you already played at you know in California some you know. Okay. But one day we're gonna do yeah. it.
2: Okay, all right, so April 11 is Pelham, Alabama. There you go. April 11, Pelham, Alabama. Okay, uh, we have I have, about I
6: have six... one more question. Okay, one more question real fast. Uh, I know that uh, Mike Woodson, the coach of the New York Knicks, is a big-time Paul Taylor fan, and you performed the National Anthem at the, at the Garden uh, before. Have they invited you back, or have you done any more National Anthems at any uh, professional sporting events?
3: You know that was, that's been the last one, Mike. I did, and that was, I think that's one of the highlights of my, best memories of you know me, you know my professional career getting to do that, and a couple other things. But um, in fact, I, has, I have done um, the national anthem a couple years, um, a couple times before that, and um, it's always cool to do that. But like you know, cor- you know how cool is it doing it at Madison Square Garden? So that kind of really yeah, stands really. out. <laughs>
2: Very true. Mm, okay. All right, Amanda in the chat room wants to know: Have you ever played on legere reeds? Am I pronouncing that right? L e g e r e. And if so, what are your thoughts on that?
3: You know, that's weird because um, that's a pr- pretty good pronunciation. I'm not sure of it either, but that's pretty close. Um, okay. <laughs> I was thinking because I was thinking of um, some they're like synthetic saxophone reeds versus most people play just the regular wooden cane reeds. So. But it was weird cause the last maybe in the last week or so I had thought about you know what if I um because sometimes the outdoor festivals they're really hot hot weather, and sometimes your reed will dry out, and so that's when those, the synthetic reeds, since they don't do that, they kind of come into play, and I was like looking at, man, maybe the Legere reed or the there's another ones they make, but yeah, that was I was had been thinking about that, but I still like the original kind of you know the, the the wooden cane reed, though
2: okay, all right, uh Muse um you says hello. She's waving in the chat room. She says, "Hello, Paul." Hello. <laughs> All right. So now, um, let everyone know where they can find you, where they can find Tenacity, and um, so we can pick that up.
3: Well, um, thank you, thanks for asking. You know, Tenacity's been out about about out about a week, and so you can definitely find it on iTunes under Paul Taylor. And there's a Tenacity Deluxe version with um, an extra song on it, and there's an regular version, so. And also on Amazon.com, and shortly I will be having some hard copies. You know, I'll have some autographed copies on my website, which is PaulTaylorSachs.com.
2: Okay, all right. And there's also a making of video as well that people can
3: check out. All All right. right. Oh, you know, I think I, I, you know, actually, um, Jazz Queen, I posted, I posted a couple. I, I do have some pictures from um, working with Dino on on Tenacity, and I'm going to post them from time to time. So. so I just called it the making of, you know, so, it, and there are, actually, there are a couple of little videos, up, so look forward to that. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. And you're on All right, Instagram,
6: man, Twitter, right? So don't forget to give me your Twitter and Instagram, tag.
3: Oh, definitely. Um, let's see. The t- Twitter, tat, my Twitter handle is, um, it's, it's named PaulTaylorSax, but it's Paul underscore Taylor underscore Sax. Um, All right. The Instagram Paul, I'm under Paul Taylor Sachs as well. Just all one word, I believe. Yes, yes.
2: All right. Well, follow him there. Um, definitely pick up the CD Tenacity. Uh, you will definitely like that as well. Quintessential Paul Taylor. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Well, thank you, Paul, for giving us another opportunity to speak with you.
3: Thank you so much. Talking through jazz. I love talking with you guys always, and I really appreciate the support. And so. I love, you know, we're always talking every, every CD, so let's, let's keep it going.
2: Yes, sir, most definitely. Most definitely, thank you.
3: Yeah. Thank you.
2: All right, that saxophone is Paul Taylor. His new CD is called Tenacity. Definitely go pick that up. You can find it on the website, Paul Taylor, Paul Taylor Sax, and on Amazon um, and iTunes. Laurie, thank you so much. You were wonderful.
0: Oh, thank you, Jazz Queen. I loved being on the show tonight. It was fun.
2: Oh, well, it's my pleasure having you on, Mike. What's what's happening with you? Uh,
0: nothing much. I'm just
2: chilling, I like, to listening to the music, and
6: uh, you know, just enjoying the interview as well. Like I said, Paul is. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Paul's as well, so I love when uh, Paul comes on. You know, he's plus he's a comic book guy, so you gotta love love us comic book guys, us comic book geeks. And a
2: Star Trek fan. Okay, we can both have conversations (laughs) with him. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Let me thank those in the chat room: Amanda, the guest, Carrie, Lori, Uh, Lori, Muse, Ollie, Smooth Jazz family. Thank you all for listening this evening. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen,
0: and Mike Reynolds, and Lori Maxwell.
2: All right, and we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. Thanks again, Paul.
3: Thank you, guys. All right. Appreciate it. All right,
2: bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our websites, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter, at jazz underscore queen and The Daily Drive. That's T-H-A Daily Drive.